Hello, everyone. Uh, coming back with another podcast for you. We've been pretty good at being consistent. Uh, this one is actually not going to be part of my weekly, weekly uploads, but rather kind of a bonus uh, episode here. Um, it's currently March 30th, Saturday. I'm uh, in the office trying to get some things done before heading off to Vegas. Uh, for the self-storage show uh, this week. If any of you are there, please feel free to fire me an email or give me a a phone call and we can meet up, uh, have a chat and catch up. Um, But I wanted to get my podcast on Q1 of 2019 cap rates uh, recorded and in the bag so I can get it up on Monday. Uh, At this point, being about 1 p.m. on Saturday on the 30th, I don't think we're going to get any other sales announced in Q1 here, so I feel pretty safe in uh, in coming to you with this podcast. Uh, I did want to wait just in case someone had something up their sleeve that was a little surprising, but um, we seem to have made it out of Q1 without any more big shocks. So um, I'm also going to be publishing a, a extended article on this with with a bit more detail as well. Uh, my Q3 2018 uh, pod- podcast and article were I think my most read and most downloaded podcast so clearly you guys would really like this information so I wanted to get it to you uh, as quick as possible I've been sort of hammering this together over the last week and a half um, but as I said I wanted to wait until the end of the quarter in case someone was planning to release something that was a little unexpected um, so yeah what we've seen in uh, the first quarter of 2019 has been pretty uh, impressive um, we really have to go back to Q4 2018, which I, I didn't end up doing an update for just because I didn't have time for the holidays and, and everything going on. And then as soon as uh, we got our announcements in February of some things, uh, it, it seemed like the the Q4 info might have not been as relevant as, as it once was. Uh, but if we look at what happened in Q4, um, you know, we have a portfolio sale in uh, the Storage Co. portfolio I believe it was in uh, Ontario, four facilities, 200 and some odd thousand rentable feet to uh, public storage um, for 50 some odd million dollars. Uh, I do have the details of the sale in my files. I just uh, I don't have them out in front of me while I'm recording this um, at what conversations with many industry participants uh, would describe as a sub five cap for four facilities. Um, again, bought by Public Storage, one of the, the larger players. Um, now, Public Storage isn't publicly traded in Canada, so they don't have to release nearly the same amount of details about their transactions as, uh, say, Storage Vault uh, or, or even Real Storage having a public vehicle sort of thing with Wilmington there. So our information is from brokers who are involved in the sale or close to the sale, um, discussions with, you know, participants in the market and, and just general conversations. Um, you know, we, we talked uh, with a lot of people at the November show in Toronto about it, including some of the guys from Public Storage. Um, and yeah, so we, we see a sub five cap for that. Now four facilities, 200 plus thousand uh, feet. So there's definitely going to be a portfolio premium on that. Um, but nevertheless, this signals that there's still a downward march in cap rates. Um, you know, moving forward here. Uh, and that was Q4, like I said. Um, and then this was backed up by a couple of sales in the Lower Mainland and some in Ontario as well. Uh, on Lower Mainland, we saw freeway storage in Vancouver, BC, uh, which is a Class B facility 
think about 54,000 feet. Um, you know, it was sold at an actual cap rate of about 4.48. Uh, there were some vacancy issues, uh, some rate issues, some deferred maintenance. So uh, once you stabilize everything out, it's still a cap rate in that 5.5 to 5.75 range for an older Class B facility with, uh, at present, limited redevelopment potential. Um, there, there's some conversation about maybe down the road that might change, but at present, it was it was purchased by a storage operator to be operated as storage. Um, so Class B trading at five five to five seven five unstabilized is pretty uh, pretty impressive. We haven't seen that really before, um, so that's good. And then we saw uh, Trans Canada Storage, which was purchased in Abbotsford, um, sort of in January ish. Um, I was just checking my files, and I think I think the sale closed mid January. Either way, right around the beginning of Q1 um, of 2019. And, and that was a Class A facility, about 88,000 feet. Um, from the information sent out by the broker, which is what I will rely on, um, w which is fairly accurate because I have more knowledge of that sale. However, I will only touch on the sort of the public knowledge. Um, you know, a actual cap rate, 4.75 stabilized, in that five five to five seven range, and this is for uh, an existing facility that wasn't stabilized, purchased by a known operator who who knows what they're doing. Uh, but Abbotsford would be more of a B market, a secondary market. Uh, you know, the population of Abbotsford, I think, is one hundred and fifty to one hundred and sixty thousand people. Uh, growth is all right, but there's a lot of storage and a lot of Class A. So we have now a Class A sale in a secondary market at, at 5.5 to 5.7. And wow, yeah, you know what? Cap rates definitely are moving down. Uh, in addition to those two sales, Storage Vault acquired two facilities in Ontario for $10.5-ish million. Cap rates, from my conversation, were sort of at the low end of the range of what people would have thought. Um, depending how you want to analyze the sale, something starting with a 5 but a high 5. But again... Um, you know, there's many different ways to, to slice an apple on that one, but it's still, you know, signal that people are willing to pay good prices and lower cap rates to acquire assets. Um, you know, and then, then we go into February of 2019 and, and Storage Vault announces their purchase of real storage, 38 facilities, uh, BC, Alberta, Manitoba, Ontario, uh, BC, Manitoba, I think only one facility each. Alberta, I believe, was 11. Ontario being the balance of 20-some-odd uh, for $275 million. Closing date's going to be later in 2019, but announced in February. I believe February 6th was the press release date from what I, I pulled out from online. Um, you know, the real storage portfolio, I know those guys fairly well. And, um, you know, they, they do a good job in running their sites, but a lot of the sites are not in primary markets. Uh, we're looking at secondary and tertiary markets for some of them. Um, heavily weighted in the Alberta market, which is, as we've discussed and we'll be discussing in a future podcast coming up in a week or two here, isn't looking that fantastic right now. Uh, there just seems to not be a great recovery. Um, now, they did have primary they have markets and primary assets like Toronto, Edmonton, Calgary. Um, so an analysis of the sale, you know, I've talked this over with many people. Cap rate kind of below 4.75 uh, for the whole thing together. You know, given the secondary locations of some of their markets, or some of their facilities, 
that's 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 a pretty low. I mean, there is going to be a portfolio premium paid there, probably close to a point because you're getting thirty eight facilities, um, you know, proven assets for a lot of them, um, you know, and and they have some good assets in secondary markets. They're just not prime downtown Toronto or Vancouver markets where you'd be seeing these lower caps. So once you factor out that portfolio premium, you're seeing a, a total purchase at a five two five to a five seven five cap. Which, you know, I've had people point out to that and go, well, why can't you appraise my facility at that? And and to be honest, there's very few people who could have bought this whole portfolio other than Storage Vault or, say, a public storage or maybe a storage mart and brought efficiencies to it where they can pay this lower cap rate, roll it into their portfolio, and then make efficiencies off of management, marketing, um, just power to buy, you know, organizational stuff. So, you know, these guys were able to pay a slightly lower cap rate than most because they can have those efficiencies. They don't, you know, you can get rid of a lot of the, the overhead that exists right now and, and make some money on, on NOI increases there, which which then raises that cap rate moving forward. But at the time of purchase, we're looking at a 525 to a 575, which is for a heavily secondary market weighted portfolio, yeah, again, a downward trend, which um, is very interesting to see. Now, in addition to all of this, we, we have some uh, other things we've been involved in. Uh, I've been personally involved in two off-market sales. Actually, it would technically be three because one was uh, two facilities and the other was a single facility um, in Alberta and BC. Um, you know, and, and these were off-market people approached owners uh, who weren't looking to sell. Um, so, you know, there will be a price paid probably slightly above market to entice the owner to sell. Having said that, even factoring that in, we're, we're seeing cap rates in these sales. And, and I think one was about 90,000 feet total net rentable and the other was about 52. So not small facilities, not the largest either. Um, we're seeing cap rates that are a quarter to maybe a half point below where I would have seen this last year. Um, so yeah, again, downward trend. Um, so that's pretty interesting to me. Um, you know, and then we've also been in, involved in uh, some negotiations as um, independent third party, kind of the the valuation person between two parties so everyone can kind of maybe agree on a price and, and some consulting work there as well. Uh, on a Class A facility in BC, uh, I won't get more specific than that right now. And also... Uh, two class B facilities in Saskatchewan um, in I'd call them secondary markets in Saskatchewan uh, and both of those the negotiations although haven't come to a deal yet the cap rate range being discussed between both sides is below what we would have seen this time last year as well um, so that indicates a downward trend now how much I mean of course an owner of facility is going to try and get as much money as possible so we can't really go with what they uh, want, and then the buyer is going to try and pay as little as possible. So again, you can't really go with what they want. But even if you take a number somewhere in the middle, um, yeah, these cap rates are, are on the way down. So that's that's quite interesting. Um, and we wonder why that, that may be the case. And, and I just pulled up uh, this morning the Government of Canada benchmark bond, fi bond yields for five-year bonds and... Uh, it looked like as of the 28th, um, we we're seeing a yield of 1.45. Um, the whole week has been with a low of 1.43. Uh, 
And uh, this is going to be an article. Uh, I, I snipped this out, and, and you see a pronounced downward trend in bond rates from about, I would say, mid-October uh, 2018 to today. And it looks like we've seen almost a full basis point come off. Or sorry, 100 basis points come off, a full percent come off. Or, yeah, full percent come off. We're at two and a half back then, and we're at one and a half now. So money is getting cheaper. Um, you know, we, there's discussions about the Bank of Canada holding rates now, although the, the January economic outlook was better than expected. We'll see if that holds true in February. Um, I'm not super optimistic about that because oil prices slid, and, and now we have farmers not being able to sell canola to China and there's some economic headwinds coming on um so money's getting cheaper and and the cost of borrowing then will will get cheaper as well when the banks decide to to not um want to make as much money or, or if there's some rate battles going on uh, I read some news releases uh from Storage Vault who you know they're a big player um secured financing on a couple things this is back in December um of this year and there's kind of 4.16 to 4.23. That was back when bond rates were in the two-point range. So if if we think things move in lockstep, which they don't always, but I would expect to see some some things back down around the four uh, for the money. So that allows you to pay a little lower cap rate and still make your return. Um, how long this is going to hold on for, I'm not sure, although... The downward slide's been pretty pronounced over the last month and a half here. And probably going to continue for a bit until we get some better economic news and and maybe some work on pipelines and a bunch of other stuff around the country. So it, it's quite interesting to see these, these cap rates falling. And at the same time, we see bond rates falling, which should link to, you know, borrowing rates falling and, and allows people to... Uh, to maybe be a little more aggressive on the purchase side. In addition to that, I'm starting to see, and I wrote an article about this last year, and it's continuing, if not uh, speeding up, more people who are not storage participants entering the storage market from outside. Uh, I currently have two clients who are multifamily developers, um, one in the GTA and one in Vancouver, who build multifamily have decided they would like to stop building multifamily and are either going to buy or build or both storage. Now, the reason one of these guys told me he was getting out of multifamily is the last deal that he saw go through that he was interested in sold at a 1.92 cap. Um, there's just no way to, to pencil those numbers if you're borrowing the money at this point. And he's seeing storage deals even at a five cap as a, a really great thing. Um, now we're not seeing transactions happening there yet, but you know, we'll, we'll see what happens on your one-offs, um, moving forward. So what do we think's ahead? Well, uh, if there are any more large portfolio transactions coming, which, you know, we're running out of large portfolios for people to buy at this point, um, we're going to see cap rates, you know, the portfolio premium, depending how big it is, you're going to see probably a point if it's a good size portfolio. And then you're probably going to see a five, maybe a little higher than a five cap, depending on where your facilities are located. Now, again, this is all you know, kind of with a grain of salt. If you have only facilities in a 
in tertiary markets that are all class B with deferred maintenance, like you can't apply that cap rate. So as I say to everyone, you got to give me more information before I can kind of give you a cap rate range. However, the feeling is that there's still a movement down. Um, I'm working on a research piece right now, which I'm hoping to have some time to wrap up in April, comparing the uh, the movements of light industrial, like good light industrial sales and cap rates to storage over the last three years. And, and we're seeing the, the difference between those two cap rates compressing in all the major markets. Um, and I think that's going to continue. And, and especially as light industrial in your in the GTA and greater Vancouver be, becomes harder and harder to find, number one. Um, but number two becomes more and more expensive because of land prices and, and rents increasing and all that. You know, storage is going to continue in lockstep as well. And I think you're also going to see the gap between the two compress because storage is becoming a more understood and a less at least the perceived risk of storage is less than it used to be um, because it has more history. And, and now we have, you know, storage vault making big transactions bank backed by major banks. And we have, um, you know, a multitude of lenders lending on construction. I, you know, I have national bank, CIBC, uh, Canadian Western bank, coast capital, which is a credit union, uh, in BC that's spreading across the country. Um, and Bank of Montreal, a few other like major lenders uh, who are lending on large, large self-storage projects, and they're comfortable with it. And this wasn't the case even three years ago. So we're, you know, we're seeing the perceived risk kind of fall off a bit too. Um, it's another one on my docket is to explaining the difference in cap rates between light industrial and storage and why, um, why there is a difference. Because I get that asked that all the time. My people trying to use self or. Uh, industrial comps to tell me what their self storage is worth and trust me that that doesn't work for me or for your lender or for anyone um it, it, light industrial is a great thing to look at as trends but it is not self-storage um so yeah overall uh q1 been a bit of a wild ride we've seen some really good sales it's nice to have new comps again um you know cap rates are down from where they were a year ago six months ago um, and that looks like that's going to be the continue forward trend. Um, you know, it's quite interesting to see. And, and if you listen to my old stuff, I was not a believer in this happening and, and it's still hard for me to, to stomach, but I'm looking at a, a bond yield rate graph here that, that explains a bit of it to me. And then my phone keeps ringing with people who aren't storage operators looking to get into storage. So that kind of explains the rest of it. Uh, thanks for, uh, tuning into this. Like I said, we're going to be in Vegas, uh, April 1st to 4th, uh, contact information at the bottom of this article. Um, questions, comments, concerns, you want to tell me I'm wrong and why send me an email. Um, I'm trying to get back to people as quick as possible. We are pretty busy right now, uh, and continuing to be so moving forward. Uh, but having said that, you know, I'll do my best to get back to you. Uh, if you have some projects you're looking at, please get a hold of me earlier rather than later. Uh, it's becoming very difficult to rush anything for anyone, even my really good clients. And uh, thanks for tuning in. It's a bit of a long one, but uh, you know I only do this sort of once a quarter, so you don't have to listen to me drone on that long. Thanks for stopping by, and I will be back next week with something new. Have a great day.